0: Alright y'all, welcome back to Phases of the Womb Podcast This week we're back with Abeth for part 2 To discuss her postpartum journey um, Her life as a travel nurse with a new baby uh, Breastfeeding, pumping, and all of those things So stay tuned for a great show. All right, so um, just tell us a little bit about your postpartum journey. How was that for you?
1: Yeah, I think immediately postpartum was like, I felt so strong and empowered, like the whole labor process is like so empowering for women Mm -hmm. and I never felt, I don't know anything like that before and then just like the love of your baby like it's so crazy people talk about it and I just I don't know I didn't realize it until like I was in that position how special it is and I would say the hormones are crazy like I was so emotional (laughs) I was so emotional in, like, my postpartum room. And because we had this scare of, like, potentially um, preeclampsia and all that, Mm -hmm. I think, like, lack of sleep and being really emotional just also amplified my blood pressure. And I don't know. It was just a journey, that immediate postpartum period. And we ended up having to be, like, readmitted to the hospital for, like... Drew's Billy stuff and Mm. I I was I I had never felt anxiety like that before either like it's just so much happening and with your body changing and everything and then what I would say helped me so much was having family here to like cook and clean and I don't know if anyone like has if anyone can have that opportunity to do I think I read like women need like 40 days you yeah. know just do nothing and have no other worries except for like worrying about feeding your baby mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if there was that opportunity which is so crazy to me that a lot of times women are already back to work. Yeah, partner, that's
0: wild. It is wild.
1: Yeah. Partners are already usually back to work by
0: then. Mm. Like
1: within 2 weeks, you know. Yeah. Um and I had struggled with anxiety and depression before getting pregnant, so I was taking Lexapro at the time and then towards the end of my pregnancy I was feeling Like anxious and then um, after the whole thing of Drew being readmitted my anxiety was higher so we actually upped the Lexapro at that time Mm -hmm. I think it's just important for women to like listen to their bodies and listen to their mental health and like I don't know just check in you know and talk to your provider Mm -hmm. about it
0: Mm -hmm. and feel comfortable talking about it you know I think that's the biggest thing people get in their heads about i guess what's normal what's not normal how you are supposed to be strong and deal with it and stuff like that and sometimes you know it's okay to need you know a little help to kind of get through it it's a lot it's a lot it's
1: like the biggest change of your whole life right you know 1st mm-hmm. i've been in stressful situations of like starting new jobs and you know even travel nursing like you start and you, you only get a few days of orientation right. and that's of anxiety and responsibility but this is on a whole nother level that <laughs> I, I don't know I I don't know if I was coping super well well with immediately postpartum but it, Things like having your meals cooked and having your house cleaned definitely helps For like, sure. and having your partner there um so that was immediate postpartum and then um we were kind of going into the holiday season so we were traveling and that was nice I was just in cloud nine with my baby <laughs> loved him and then I honestly wasn't planning to go back to work. I wanted like six months minimum at home. Right. Um, even maybe a year. Like I was in no rush to go back to work at all. Mm-hmm. But I started to feel more normal around like three months postpartum. I was st- starting to work out again. Um, work out regularly like I was feeling really strong I did like a strength program and I don't know I was feeling great Mm -hmm. about postpartum and then um I saw the job um come up for a travel nurse contract that was like pretty good money so I was like oh I can just do this one contract and then be off for a really long
0: time yeah
1: but it he, he would would have been yeah he was about four months he actually right when we started that Uh contract Uh with now looking back so young like he's such a he was such a baby (laughs) I honestly felt ready I was just nervous about the whole pumping thing and Mm -hmm. like sustaining my milk supply and then being able to feed him I think was like what I was really nervous about, so um, I was trying to build up a stash like before going back to work. Yeah, um, yeah, which was exhausting too. <laughs> I was wake- about
0: to ask you. That. <laughs> yeah,
1: I wake up at like one, two pump, and I don't know. It's just like a whole thing. Like you're, you have like the most milk, like milk supply between I think like two to five someone told me in okay. the morning okay and, and um you want to pump before while he's sleeping because if he wakes up and you just pump like then he has nothing to eat right. I don't know right it's so weird it's <laughs> like this whole thing I thought you just would have like an over like a abundance of milk like I didn't think it was this whole uh I don't know, this whole, um, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Like calculated thing. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And so um, anyway, he was four months old when I went back to work. But the whole plan was just to do it short term. Um, I don't know. I was ready. I felt good, honestly. And then uh, my husband was back to work too. So we had a really crazy schedule yes, for those. did. <laughs> yeah, I don't, looking back, I don't know how we did it. <laughs> yeah, it was back, driving back and forth two and a half hours and then working and not sleeping. Like, I think I slept an average of like three hours and then would work all night or drive home or, you know something so crazy um the good thing though is he is so what I would recommend to travel nurses um because we don't get like the normal pTO um like payout yeah. that people we'll normally get um yeah. is I feel like it was a good time because he was still in that sleepy state like where he would just sleep all day with me. Mm-hmm to now where he's like up and like I have to be up and ready to go and (laughs) take care of him (laughs) like take care of him like I don't know he has wants and needs now before it was like just sleeping and eating but um yeah and then another thing that I think we wanted to talk about in regards to travel nursing and like that time off like planning because you don't you're obviously not getting paid through Mm -hmm. a PTO. Is um, if you, I know Washington and California and maybe now Oregon have um, their family, paid family leave. So I had worked in California um, in 2020 and had gained, worked enough hours. um, It's actually less than Washington, but had worked enough hours to get their family leave payout. Mm -hmm. So I think through them, which I think is it is a process applying through them because you're not a state resident, so right. you have to contact them to have them um, send you paperwork, and then you have to do it by mail instead of all on the computer. God. Um, to, I was like, is this even worth it? But yeah, it was <laughs> it was a it was like close to um, I think ten thousand dollars through them.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: yeah, so that, and that's if you work in the state of California at all. Um, you don't even have to reside there at that time. Okay. That you apply. And then um, Washington also has a thing you have to work um, 820 hours in the state of Washington. And then they average like what your um, income is over like that year and calculate and then you get a weekly payout, which was nice. So I did that. uh, Yeah. Those four months. And
0: like, um, is there like a maximum amount of time that they give you for each day? Or is it just a certain amount of money?
1: Yeah. It's 12 weeks. Okay. Yeah. So weekly pay for 12 weeks and you can take that as you want. Like if you don't want, you know, you go in and request, to be paid that week or you know you can do if you go two weeks and then request a pay but they give you like 12 weeks of pay is, and you can just take it when you want
0: that's amazing because yeah. <laughs> I think it's insane I mean I know in this like I'll say specifically here a lot of mm-hmm. places only give you like six weeks and you yeah. go back to work and I'm like that I couldn't imagine going back to work at six yeah. weeks
1: or you go, un, you, know, you go unpaid right? Or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. And people who, again, if you worked in the state of Washington for so many hours, you can apply for it. Um, mm. So you don't have to, like, live there at that time. I right. know who lives in Georgia did that, too. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, so that, if I ever got pregnant again, and I was still, like, doing travel nursing, I told Jerome, like, I need to take a contract in California (laughs) and Washington, because those, because you just don't have the same, um, I don't know, reserve, I guess, for finding off, but without without getting paid, like, you can take as long as you want, but if you want to I don't know, just have a little bit of extra income coming in, then you can do that while you're on postpartum. Yeah. While you're on your, yeah, postpartum. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so grateful for that program. And a lot of people don't take advantage of it either. And like their spouses, you and your spouse get that um, here in Washington. um, Well, like, if they work. So, like, Jeron was able to get his own th- through program Mm -hmm. but a lot of my patients their husbands are like going back to work in you know two weeks and I was like well did you work um have you did you work last year do you think you worked this many hours you should apply for the leave and then you can take longer yeah and I feel like
0: a lot of people just don't know
1: no I would have never known (laughs) no it's definitely not the norm um, that we're used to it should be it should yeah. be that for the year I wish yeah yeah um, yeah cause it's so hard it really is
0: I'm sure yeah.
1: yeah and oh. to go from like one like it's just so much stress on your family like a new baby all the hormones and then from to go from like two incomes to one is like I don't know I don't know how I don't know how people how we do it you know
0: yeah and I'm sure it contributes to a lot of mental health issues when people got to stress about going back to work it, like, It's, it's you,
1: un- yeah if you have to stress about going back to work like you're just not you feel bad and it's just not it's just not what you need it's so early yeah like like I said I start feeling normal at like three months and people are already back to work at you know, two months, Yeah, having to think to go back to work in a month or two months, and I don't know, yeah. All right. So, yeah, and then in terms of, like, travel nursing contracts, I actually learned a lot working where we worked, because they really followed the rule with, like, pumping and breastfeeding. Right,
0: they did. <laughs>
1: where I grew up you know where I started as a nurse your break was if you had to pump that was your break Mm -hmm. and you might get that once twice a shift Mm -hmm. it was not a priority and where we were working we were so lucky that they made that a priority or they didn't make me feel bad and you know they covered my patients for me and it was just very like
0: supportive.
1: Yeah. So supportive mm-hmm. of a place. Yeah. I feel like I that's,
0: not, d- I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I just feel like I was not expecting
0: that. Yeah, no, I I was thrown all the way off by how many breaks they gave us in general. <laughs> but, in general
1: break, yeah. <laughs> but I just
0: think that's, that's something, I mean, obviously I don't have kids, but I feel like it's something to think about when you're going back to work and you know, you have a four-month-old and you're still breastfeeding. I mean, it's something to look into when you're looking at contracts. Like, how good are they about giving you your breaks? Because you still have to pump, you know? So, yeah. you know, because yeah. a lot of places don't. They they don't give you separate breaks to go pump.
1: <laughs> no, I know. And legally, they're supposed to.
0: Yeah, you know, most places just don't.
1: No, they don't. Or there's not even an area that you can pump. hmm um, I just, yeah, it totally shifted my mindset and just being an employee somewhere. Like we need to give women, um, area, like specific areas that they can pump. Um, the pump room that we had was super nice cause it had a sink. Like you can, you know, wash your pump parts in there. Um. And, yeah. I don't know. It was super supportive environment. I was so grateful for that. <laughs> that made me back to work a lot better, too. Right. It wasn't, I wasn't dreading it, and I wasn't, um, like, miserable. Like, I just, or I wasn't worried either. I just knew I was going to be able to do what I needed to do.
0: Hmm. You know? Yeah. As for,
1: if it wasn't even already, like, offered to me before, like, are you good? Do you need to go, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I will
0: go. They were so nice there though. I feel like they were just, just really sweet and considerate just about everything. Really, really sweet versus I was working in, where was I I was in Houston. I think it was in 2021 and um, it was so busy that one, we barely got lunch breaks. And I remember sitting next to a girl and I could just like hear something like going. I was like, what is that noise? And she had her her breast pump on while she was charting because she didn't have time to go take a break because she had a patient and she couldn't just go pump. And, you know, and I was just like, that's insane. That's really insane. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how y'all do it. (laughs)
1: I don't know either. And to say that I actually did not enjoy pumping—like, if I didn't have to, I would have much rather—I have i would have just rather taken my break, you know.
0: <laughs> but, right.
1: Yeah, I was just—it. Yeah, I don't know. It's such a learn. It's such a learning curve with how you manage your time and everything when you're on your shift. And, like, also leaving your patients for that long, to to pump and take your break.
0: Like, right.
1: seems like, such a long time. Anything can happen, and you're just hoping people are watching out. Right. And yeah. It was the first time that I felt like, okay, I can get a break and leave, like, leave work on the floor and then go do my thing. They, they were really good about
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know other places... Don't have
0: that um, ability with the staffing, and yeah. nah, they yeah, definitely did a great job with it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so there, that that. So then we ended up doing the back and forth. Like, I feel like burning the candles at what is that saying? Like each end or whatever, burning ourselves out uh-huh. six months. And so it was longer than one contract. We I ended up extending and doing another three months. And towards the end, I was like worn out. Um, I think at the end, I Drew had actually, we had, we were starting to supplement with formulas so that actually took a lot of stress off of me yeah. in terms of being at work. I felt like I didn't have to, like he was gonna be you know, he was still gonna be fed and okay. And then um that that took a lot of stress off, which I did not wanna go to formula at all. I fought it so hard to the nail, but he was um not maintaining his weight on his growth curve and like dropping okay. off. That was a whole emotional roller coaster. For sure. But, but I don't know. It does take off so much stress. Like I just think we as women need to not put so much on our. Like it's it's okay to do formula.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And after knowing that now, I think differently about it. Like I think I would. I think I would introduce it sooner if needed, if need be. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so much work. Um, it's so much work when you're going back to work, pumping, washing, feeding, you know, all that stuff where it's, okay. If I don't, if I didn't pump enough milk and then we can supplement with formula, like it's going to be okay. right? You know, right, right, right. I, I could have gotten more sleep because yeah, dad could have just made him a bottle right? With, and that took off a ton of stress. And I just wish I would have accepted that sooner.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like there's just such a push. I feel like we went from one extreme to another where it was like solely formula. And then it was like a big push to do breastfeeding. And then Mm -hmm. I feel like now (laughs) you get like a mix now. Now it's like, you know, obviously I want to exclusively breastfeed, but I'm okay if I need to use formula. And I think that's, there's, I don't know. I feel like we put so much on ourselves. <laughs> um,
1: and I'm now I'm like just meet me in the middle. Like even with his whole um from the beginning, from him having to be readmitted with the um Billy Reuben, mm-hmm. milk hadn't come in, so he wasn't getting enough volume because our blood types are different to express all those red blood cells, right? It, I, I think differently for like, that's one thing that I think I would do differently in the beginning is I think I would give him a little bit of formula like
0: yeah,
1: getting, because I, I mean that would have, that could have saved us a little bit of time until my milk came in. I think what? I just thought it wouldn't have come in right. I don't, you know, you or I want the best for my baby, but he was, you know, fine either way. Yeah. Yeah. If it, if it, if it does help you mentally and like, like that was a lot, huge anxiety for me is like giving him enough milk. Um, If that helps, then like, it's okay to get help too, you know, and it gave, um, it was something Jerron could do also. I know people sometimes do like their night feeds with formula. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's something that I would consider the next time around. <laughs> yeah,
0: because even I, I just think like us working night shifts, <clears throat> excuse me, Um, you know, we sleep during the day and most of the time people mm-hmm. are awake during the day. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of I feel like the whole breastfeeding and pumping thing would be tough, especially like on night shifts specifically. It just would be tough. And I mean, maybe formula would help.
1: Yeah, I just felt like such a zombie. And then once we did that, oh, my gosh, it was like so much stress was off my shoulders. (laughs) And it felt like I had to get three pumps in at a night. And I wasn't even pumping necessarily because like I like my like sometimes people get super full, Uh like go all night without pumping. I would be full by the end of the night, but then I would just go feed him. But Mm -hmm. it was like um, for me, it wasn't terrible pain or anything. I was slowly pumping because I just was like, if I don't, then my milk supply won't be there. And I won't have anything to like, I won't have enough to give him for the next day where I could have, you know, just even pumped once a night and then he was supplemented with formula. Like that would have made everything Mm -hmm. better.
0: I was actually watching. um, I don't know if you've ever seen the show a million little things. Mm -mm. Um, I was watching that. Uh, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday, and it was like an episode um, where one of the one of the girls she had just had a baby, and um, the the husband's grandma or like aunt or something like that was watching the baby, and she wanted to give the baby a pacifier, and you know she was a new mom and she was like, no, I don't want to use pacifiers. And I don't want to it was certain like things. She was like, and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And I don't want you to do that. And I need you to respect my boundaries, blah, blah, whatever. And then um, I guess she I guess later on, the aunt ended up using the pacifier for something because she had told her, well, I want him. I forgot what it was specifically. She wanted him to self soothe or didn't want him to self so I forgot what it was and he wouldn't <laughs> calm down and they weren't there so she was like well you didn't want me to do this and you didn't want him crying and I just gave it to him for like five minutes and you know whatever and I, I don't know I was just thinking like you know we have all these expectations in pregnancy labor birth postpartum how we want to raise our kids and I think it's okay to like give a little you know things change like people's situations change and I think it was it was showing like you know you can have all these plans but sometimes like you know he may need a pacifier and it's okay (laughs) and And um yeah I just thought I just thought that was like a really interesting (laughs) like tidbit to even throw in there because I don't think I've seen anything about that before yeah
1: yeah yeah that sounds like me because I (laughs) know fire at first either but we ended up I think he was three weeks old when we did a pacifier and I was yeah it was nice but then I yeah so <laughs> me, <totally. laughs> no, no no and same saying with the formula I was like no 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 and then uh I was like wow this is this helps a lot
0: right which I mean, yeah. I get it. I know I have all these ideas in my head of what I wanna do and what I don't wanna do and you know, especially working in the field, you see all of these things and hear all these things and you're like, Well, I don't wanna do this and I wanna do this and you wanna do everything right and yeah. it's like realizing like just like everything else, you know.
1: Yeah. Just like yeah, with your whole life, like you have to pivot, you know. Yeah. Nursing school, mm-hmm. you know, think they- like I didn't think I was I wasn't getting the grades you know to even get into nursing school mm-hmm. and just think okay well what am I gonna do or you know just you gotta just think of different alternatives nothing it doesn't I don't know why we're so set though like when it comes to your kid yeah. or yeah having a baby having a baby in general it's just so set on everything's going to go this way and this mm-hmm. is what we're going to do. Where your whole life, nothing has ever gone <laughs> the plan of A, B, C, D. You know, how exactly. everything. I don't know, I, to, I don't know why it's different in, in uh, labor and that like realm of your life.
0: But, I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah. So I think it was like, he was like, uh I think nine months, a little over nine months when I stopped my second, the second or the extension of that first contract. Mm -hmm. And I did have some guilt because at 10 months, he just completely stopped breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. Like he did, he he weaned himself, like he would only breastfeed at night and in the morning waking up and then he didn't want um, to breastfeed throughout the day. And then that slowly dropped to just that night he wanted to feed and then he just didn't want to at all. So Mm -hmm. then I was, you know, feeling guilty, like, oh, is it because I was working and, you know, not (laughs) feeding him much. But from what I hear, it's like if they if they wean themselves, then, you know, that's just I I don't know. It made me feel better about
0: it. Right. I mean, every baby's different and they're going to do different things, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think we just need to stop putting so much on ourselves.
1: Yeah, I agree. For yeah. Sure. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were buying a house at the same time. Yeah, you
0: had so much going on. <laughs> yeah,
1: we did. I don't know. It was. Yeah, it's fine. The house buying process. Well, you went through it too. I did.
0: But it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. As stressful for me because I just, you know, it's just me. I don't have to consider anybody else. <laughs> okay. I'm just yeah. buying something for myself. And it was, it actually wasn't that stressful for me. I don't know. I don't know why my process wasn't crazy. My, I mean, it was very seamless. I didn't have any issues. But I couldn't imagine like having a four or five, six month old, a husband mm-hmm. and yeah. trying to make sure you know, everybody agrees on everything else. And then the way home, like the housing market was, you yeah. know, at that time, like, girl, I couldn't imagine. I would have lost my well, mind.
1: Well, <laughs> too, because they, they're they sending you stuff back and forth to sign, you know, with inspection right. all that. And it's like, I'm sleeping during the day. Exactly. I'm like, I, I not getting any sleep at all because mm. between waking up to pump waking up to talk to, you know, so-and-so, signing this, like, negotiating this and on contract, you know, all the Mm -hmm. things that I was like, oh, and I have to work tonight. Right. Yeah, I was just not. uh, And, too, needing to, um, I will say that about, like, travel nursing um, and buying a house is you're income like they make it really hard to legitimize your income yep. for me they were like oh you're working for an agency so that's not permanent income mm-hmm. but I was like well I've been doing this since 2019
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was able to have a little bit more I think um validity with that so at least having I think two years under your belt of the agency work yeah
0: um, it is it is hard because they they questioned it a lot that was like something they they definitely questioned because when I was looking at I guess like price ranges and stuff like that I wasn't working when was it I working I think in December And then I started working in January. So when they started looking at like pay stubs and stuff like that, it was, I guess they were trying to calculate like a, like a yearly Mm -hmm. amount or whatever, but like based off of, I guess what I was getting like in December versus what I was getting in January, February. I don't know. It was just like a thing. So they had to wait until I got a couple more pay stubs from, that job for it to I guess look like I was making enough consistently for it to be a thing and I'm just like y'all listen <laughs> this like is it's what I do
1: <laughs> complicated, yeah and it's like you can't it seems like you can't take it like you can't take any breaks right during the years they question it, like you said, because for me, he was like, okay, and you only took four months off for your maternity leave. And I was like, yeah, that's all I've taken off. And then I took three months off um, during the period of when COVID was first happening from the time I ended my contract in Seattle to Mm -hmm. starting it But there weren't, there weren't contracts available and, I don't know. So that was, I would say, man, if you're in a staff position by your house before. Yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm. I, I
0: would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine wasn't as crazy, but I feel like that was the only thing I wasn't really expecting. The only hurdle I wasn't really expecting because, you know, I've been traveling since 2018. That's all I've done. Um, Mm -hmm. I've never had like a per diem job or nothing like that. So I didn't, I didn't go into it thinking it was going to be a problem, but that was like one of the things they like brought up, I guess, as a contract worker, I guess. Yeah. Well,
1: and like seeing some people don't have that issue at all. Right. Right. I don't know if it's like the lender, if it's the state, like, I don't know. It could have been my lender was a little bit more strict. Um, you know, I have no idea. Yeah. And what saved us was that my husband had a full-time job. Right. And um, so I guess if you have a partner that has that, but I feel like they really didn't take my income into consideration at all. Hmm i was bringing most of that i
0: was about to say like you would think they would because
1: mm-hmm.
0: we bring in a yeah. decent amount of money
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's what that is what's hard about travel nursing it's like if you want to i don't know if you want to do if, if the pto payout mm-hmm. stuff um like if you're gonna take breaks you have to go unpaid
0: right
1: um, Which is fine because I usually would save up enough, but for a long period of time, like four to six months.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That if you're having a baby or something, that's a little bit more, that's a downside. And then the house buying process with it, every, in even our, like at that time, the hourly wage that we were getting paid was decent. Yeah. And they wouldn't take it because it wasn't, because it was like, contract i don't know versus now things are starting to go back to like pre covid where mm. our rate is super low mm. uh, which is great for like tax benefits but it's so um, the housing the house stuff is it's hard it's a ordeal
0: what about insurance like were you just on your husband's insurance like yeah. Okay. I was on my health okay.
1: insurance. Yeah, other downsides. Because I was I like curious was how that
0: worked for sure. Yeah. Like if you, yeah. if you have to work up until, you know, because I know I know how hospital bills are insane. I've heard I've heard horror stories about some people's hospital bills, but yeah, like as a travel nurse, do you? I guess, like, work the whole time to maintain insurance or you have to get private insurance or, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. that works.
1: That would be a good thing, too, to talk to, um, like, Chastity about. Oh, yeah, is yeah, She actually had private insurance. And then um, she also was able to get on state insurance so okay. that's another kind of caveat too is the travel nurse is if they look at that hourly wage um like it benefits you in some areas like if they look at your hourly wage and it's like less like not um what we were making during COVID but mm. that preview um which I think is what they looked at for her she was able to qualify actually for state insurance okay and that was um very helpful and so i think um too if you're in that predicament if you're a traveler and um, maybe your husband's yeah if your husband's not working you know that'll that would benefit you in your favor and and or if um you're single mm-hmm. and uh, or if you're not married yeah you know yeah, yeah always look into that too but Another thing is, is your care has to be in your state for right. that state insurance. Right. So, your yeah, prenatal care. So if you're like in California and you have state insurance in Washington, you have to come back and forth. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, there's there's all there's the benefits like you get your family leave in California and all that. Um, but yeah, this that's um, an option, and then private insurance and um, another thing that I would recommend to to, pe- to travelers who are pregnant is either um, getting with Aflac for short-term disability. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Chastity has uh, short-term disability through um, State Farm. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't even really tap into our Aflac. Um, short-term disability which I should have but because I was like going back to work out four months Mm -hmm. I was oh I had I and I had had the California still in my bank and I still could take the wash I still had a few weeks from the Washington um family leave I just I don't know it's a lot of paperwork when you're already thinking about (laughs) going on but yeah so that's always an option too to get a little bit of extra money I think it's like six weeks and it's a percentage of your income okay that's not bad um yeah I'm trying to think of any other tips that I can give people mm, okay so now I'm in the area like the time of my life where I'm per diem uh-huh but that's been super nice like, from going from, like, intense traveling, traveling back and forth, to per diem, where I get to work my own schedule, um, you know, obviously, it's a pay cut from what I was making as a travel nurse, but, yeah, like, doable, like, I don't, I'm not, it's amazing that the amount of stress that I don't have packing up every week, Right. So like, somewhere else
0: yeah and you get to spend more time with your baby
1: yeah yeah my baby I'm like home at night and the hospital that I'm working at right now does 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shifts
0: which is
1: so nice it's eight hours and I before um before having a kid, used to hate coming in at 11. Like if I would get <laughs> low census till 11 or put on call or something mm. and coming in at 11 like, oh my gosh, I used to hate it. But now I actually really enjoy it. I don't feel as fatigued as if I worked a full 12 hours. Right. Um, I feel like I just get more time at home with my baby and my husband too. Right. Uh, when I work at 11. And I think, Mental health-wise, it's good for me because I'm able to work out. Um, That's like a huge thing that helps me with like my anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. is that you work out and it gives me a little bit more time. Like I have until 1030 to get all my stuff done, you know? Right,
0: exactly. And you don't really feel like... Because I worked... I only did that the first time I worked in California before COVID. I was doing four excuse me four nights a week and we were doing I was doing 11 to 7 and you don't feel I mean it's weird to sleep for that but it's like even if you don't like sleep eight hours that day working 11 to 7 feel like a cakewalk and it's funny because it's it's eight hours but I mean it feel like a cakewalk next to working 12s I don't know what it is like and I don't feel as exhausted
1: no, exactly. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. And with having, like I said, a kid that needs <laughs> needs me now to like get up and make him food, and mm-hmm. I, it's like, here's my schedule, and here's like my recommendation, I guess, to parents are that, that are in that predicament is if you could find the per diem job or do what you did. Yeah, even if you could do four, four eights, is um, if you come home. My baby is super, he likes to sleep at least until nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some kids are like up at like six and we would not survive that life. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we would. It, I think it could work out because if you come home and for him, he if I get him in the bed with me and he stays asleep, sometimes we can sleep till 10 or 11. Yeah, And so if your baby gets up, six on the other end when you come home then they can go down for like their first nap maybe right. with you right. or you can be up till 10 like make breakfast be up and then you guys can both lay down for a nap and so um that's something you can do and then um so he's so if he sleeps till like 10 or 11 I'm I'm feeling great especially if I only worked eight hours hmm up we do breakfast we usually go for a walk which is super nice too because getting them out in the in the sun helps with sleeping mm-hmm. tires them out it's a form of exercise and it just makes me feel good yeah. and it's like some mindless that mm-hmm. i have that i you know can do with him And go for a walk and then come back. You know, maybe we're up until two, and then this is when he takes his long nap. Okay. So usually sleeps from two to five, and that's where I get my nap for my shift in. Okay. And then up at five, do dinner. I try to pick up and clean a little bit because that keeps me stimulated and awake. Um, and then I work out. He likes to watch me work out. So
0: <laughs>
1: out, take a shower, you know, give him a bath that usually wears him out. And we're doing swim lessons now. So swim lessons, bath, and then come home and Jerron gets off at like nine. And sometimes I can go take an, another nap from um, like 9.30 to 10.30 mm-hmm. and, and go. And so that's been super nice. Yeah, that's
0: like, beautiful. That's
1: that's been ideal yeah and um some yeah some people are like oh I don't know how you go home and take care of a baby and 2 I'm like I don't know how I do it either by myself yeah but sometimes I get to get burnt out and then I just plan my next week's shifts or whatever around my husband's work schedule so that he's home and then I can actually sleep right you know, right if feeling a little burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, the 12-hour shifts are definitely more difficult when I have him home alone the next day. Because okay. then you're, ba- you're already back to work. Set- you know, you have to get, like I said, by that time we wake up from that second nap, I'm doing breakfast. And, right,
0: right. And yeah. Okay. Well, but, it yeah. sounds like you got it together, girl. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I know. Well, I do. Like my my soul loves travel nursing, and the fact of I get to meet new people. Yeah, like I'm new. Mm -hmm. You get to learn new practices. Like I would say, you know, everything that helped me through my labor, for my experience, is stuff that I learned while I was, you know, gaining knowledge as a travel nurse.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely amazing. Like, and I feel like. I feel like that definitely helps kind of plan things out because I know I learned so much, like so much just traveling about what I want, what I don't want, (laughs) like things I like to use, even like the... like, the labor positions in uh, Seattle that they used to have on the desk. Like, I have pictures of that. <laughs> I still... Like, I'll still use it. And I'm just like, you know, everybody should have that.
1: Right. The mm-hmm. peanut ball. Like, I don't know how to... You know, all the things you could do with a peanut ball. Right. the proper use of them. You know, mm-hmm. like, you stick this in between your legs, you know? <laughs> not this, Yeah, there's so much... goes into it like that I didn't know and I learned that through travel nursing and I think something special about travel nursing too is you kind of get to be a student again a little bit for like those first few days Mm -hmm. you get to observe and see how um it was neat for me when I went went to travel nursing because um it's like after you're on your own as a nurse you're on your own you know you do your own thing yeah you don't see what other people are doing or no one's teaching you what Mm -hmm. they're doing. So that's kind of all you're limited to. And then um as I when I was traveling, you know, you have your preceptor and they give you ideas or that you know, if they're used to especially where we were like the um spinning babies and the bundle birth techniques, you know. Like I think happened to you with your preceptor. Yeah. Like on your first my first shift,
0: I was in awe
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You guys do this you know it was amazing and, yeah i don't know It's kind of gives you a little just a re- little refresh for your um nursing practice
0: definitely uh,
1: yeah and working with two nurses i'll take that for a few days any day <laughs> to, better than one you get teamwork and yeah get to help each other out Yeah have someone to help you move your patients but yeah I would say a lot of what I learned um in my career that helped me in my own like laboring journey was through what I learned when I was traveling so Mm -hmm. that's like my whole thing now is oh can we make this work again for three months Mm -hmm. even though I'm super happy and super like satisfied where I am like I'm loving you know all the providers that I work with, the midwives, like it's so nice to be back with, you know, midwives that I know and right. providers, that I know mm-hmm. and staff that I know. Um, it's way less stressful. So much less stressful. Going back to something that you know, right? Versus, um starting something new again, where it feels like it takes three months to get
0: comfortable. Into your group. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, I feel like my, you know, like I said working out is super important to me. Um I feel like when I'm traveling, I don't I'm you're mentally exhausted from learning all the new stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard to think, "Oh, I can get up and do a workout before work." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: true. Very true. So
1: pros and cons, but I don't know. If that's kind of where I'm at now. Is if it's worth it for me to go back? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> no, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> um. Maybe.
1: Maybe a contractor two Before Drew gets back and goes, or gets back goes to school mm-hmm. and um what else was I gonna say oh yeah if I have another baby because I'm still per diem so it's I'm kind of still in the same predicament of that um of the no PTO right, type thing. right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's the only that's the only thing about per diem too is you don't have that uh, little bank saved up so it would it would help to do kind of what I did last time, a California and a Washington.
0: Right, 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 yeah. I mean, it's all about balance and kind of just going with the flow and figuring out what works
1: for you. Right.
0: And I think you're doing a good job, girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for this platform to, you know, tell my story, and then hopefully it helps some other moms who are in the same predicament with with travel nursing Mm -hmm. and being a nurse and being pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not looking forward to that again. That was a lot (laughs) on my mind. But now I think I'm at a point where, you know, like you said, everything doesn't have to be you know, this way, this way, this way. I think I'm way more open-minded and I think I would be able to enjoy my pregnancy a lot more than I did the first time around. Yeah, That's, I think, one regret that I have that I would do differently is enjoying my pregnancy no matter what, you know, Mm -hmm. no matter what recommendations are for, you know, my health. Like, this is a special time that you don't get very often. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that's great advice, though. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story. I really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. For it sounds like you have some amazing guests coming on. Yeah. So I can listen.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much to Abeth for sharing her story with us. Um. Make sure you are subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you're on right now. Um, make sure you like the episode, leave comments, leave a review, share with your friends and family. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram at underscore phases of the womb. If you want to send an email, send it to phases of womb at gmail.com. And make sure you check out our new website at phasesofthewomb.net. Leave any comments, questions, anything like that on either of those platforms. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.